Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony J. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way, shape, or form during their lifetime. Community, welcome back. It is Sunday, and you know what that means. It is time for Coffee Talk. Now, Coffee Talk originated a couple podcast episodes ago, and it's just a sit-down between me, a new friend, an old friend, an old guest, a new guest of the show, and we just get super over-caffeinated, and we talk about anything under the sun. So if you are new here, head on over to the podcast, hit subscribe, head over to the, the newish YouTube channel. I have to say newish because it is pretty new. There's only a couple of podcasts on there where you can go see um, who I'm interviewing, who I'm talking to, who my guests are. You can finally put, you can finally see the beautiful faces that I have on the podcast and you can actually see what I look like as well. So head on over there, put some faces with the names, hit subscribe on that, hit subscribe on the podcast and you are off to a flying start. And if it is your very first time here in this community, welcome. You are now part of the Everyday Growth Podcast community. This is your one-stop shop for everything nutrition, fitness, and mindset related. So if you love all that stuff, hit that subscribe button, stick around. We have a really good uh, conversations every single Sunday. Monday and Friday. Three episodes a week, guys. It's a lot of work on my end, but you know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it for you, and that's why we're doing it. My guest this week is Andrew Calvino. Andrew Calvino has been on the podcast before on episode 25, and going forward, I think this is like episode like 44 or 43. Pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. We're headed into the 50, 50 episodes. I'm 50. You know what I'm talking about for kind of date myself there with the SNL skit, but uh <laughs> Without further ado, guys, this is Andrew Calvino, and we talk all things fitness, nutrition, mindset related, and a lot of superhero talk. So you guys, stay tuned, my man, and Andrew Calvino. What is going on, Andrew Calvino? Welcome to Coffee Talk, my guy. Yo, thanks for having me on, my dude. Hell yeah, man. What's, uh, what's in the cup? We actually went and stopped at, um, we actually went to Starbucks today. Carrie Ann got a gift card um, from our friends down the street. We went to Starbucks for once. And I'm like, man, this is like the real crack. You know what I'm saying? Like I miss the real crack coffee. Nice. Well, what's in my cup? Um, stock cold brew coffee. And like, oh, that's right. like yeah. And then um, Italian sweet cream. cream. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You yeah. like that. You like that stock brand, huh? Is that pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's one of my favorites. Hell yeah, man. Perfect. What's going on with you, man? You guys, you back in the gym? Yeah, I'm definitely back in the gym. I got Good. back um, May 1st. I definitely needed it for like yeah. mental health, for everything. I just needed it like desperately and back in the gym doing what I need to do and having a, a, a fucking awesome time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait, man. Like our, our stuff opens back up on Friday. Um, and actually what it was going to be, it was going to be like, we have to stay X amount of feet away from each other. That still kind of has to happen. If you're personally training a client, we have to have a mask on. The client does mm -hmm. not. We have to carry a bottle with us wherever we go, pre-wipe and post-wipe when we get off a machine. Um, space yourself out for machines. But also what's really neat is they moved it up from like a couple of people in the building at a time to 50% of your max capacity now. It's changed all of a sudden in the past two weeks. So that helps out the demographic a lot. We'll be able to have a lot more people in. It might be a little harder to control it, but... We had like a Zoom meeting last night. It seems pretty straightforward. And this is like, I don't think it's going to last much longer than this, man. Like people are really pushing to like, we need to get back in. And, you know, for mental health too, like it's just one of those things like we, we thrive on routines, right? Like yeah. I feel, I feel like my routines are out the window. I've been like over the past eight weeks of quarantine, I just, I just tripled down on my podcast and now it's like, all right, man, I literally haven't worked out. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't lifted weights. I've done push-ups and stuff, but. You know, it's not uh, the same. Yeah, it's, it's off, not. Off, 
off the pod off the podcast and recording now we've had conversations where we'll open up instagram and we'll see an at-home workout and we're just there like it doesn't hit the same dude no you can't you, they're just, just it's not there you don't got the people around you the music the weights like yeah so i'm ready to go i know the new gym that we'll be visiting quite a bit is opening up on friday as well and that just it's going to be beautiful we really can't wait to get back into the atmosphere of people wanting to train and lift and helping each other lift and filming and content and pictures like just need to do something man you know it's summer's like right around the corner like today i'm outside obviously but today is like it's steamy as hot as hell out it's like a hot summer july day right now so we're going to go do a lot of walking today, a lot of sweating, man. How's it about you? What's the temp like? Um, the temp is really nice, not going to lie. I think like mid-70s, mid-80s. Yesterday, it was like very humid. Nicole, my wife, and I, we were just walking around the community. Um, we went to the dock that we have. That's like right in the uh, Chattahoochee River that separates Georgia and Alabama, right in our backyard. And just absolutely beautiful, man. So today more than likely we'll take care of like apartment stuff that we need to do and just go for a walk just relax that's awesome man that sounds like a great time there's a lot of things a lot of restaurants opening up by you guys or not yet um some restaurants are still like curbside and outside eating um others choose to be able to eat inside it's just weird um in columbus georgia where i'm located things are like starting to open up more but when we went to atlanta like about a week, a week and a half ago, um, yeah, everybody was just wearing masks everywhere. So it was just weird. It was just like kind of surreal in a bigger city, bigger environment, how things are still like, it's, it was just a, it was just a weird feeling like, oh damn, all right, we're sitting in a restaurant that we haven't been to in over like two months. Um, not as many people on the inside, all the employees, everyone at work was wearing masks. So that's awesome that they were taking it seriously. Um, but it was just that, that, that moment like, oh, okay, damn, this is, uh, this is interesting. We haven't been out to eat in over two months in an actual sit down restaurant. This is our first time eating out and all the booths around us were like closed. So it was just like a surreal experience. Like, okay, hopefully we can get back to our normal soon. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's kind of how it's going to be for at least a month. And I think it's kind of going to kind of open up. And like, there's a there's a really small town uh, brewery right down to Schwitzen walking distance, right? And like right in the heart of the city of where I live. And he's hurting, you know, just these, these guys with small businesses, you know, he's hurting, but he's actually opening up Friday. And he, everyone already said, we're already, we're all, we're going there on Friday just to try to bring money into his place. But he has it set up where like, you know, he's got a booth over here. that's kind of covered with chairs and he's got a booth over here. that's covered with chairs. So like no one can get near it and it's all spaced out perfectly. But then he's got a, he's got a beer garden out back, which that'll be easy to control. And I think that's where a lot of people will be, but you know, I think it just has to do with like what the business is, right? Like to help a small business out that, you know, he allows you to order in food. He doesn't have food there. And then he also has beer that he brews there. That community is just going to go to spend money at his place. They want to get out as opposed to like, if you're scared um, to go out at those times, you know, you're not going to go to a busy bar place. You know, you're not going to go to a sit down restaurant. I think if you don't want to deal with what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's one of those things like, Hey man, if we're out in it, we're out in it. I don't know. You know, I'd rather try to give money back to the community as much as I can as soon as the doors open to a restaurant. I mean, we, I already know restaurants are going to start to try to open around here. And I already have my couple picked out that I'm like, we need to go give money back because I don't want those places to go away. They're very yeah. special to me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's 
I think that's a good way to look at things today. It's like, what do you want to be here next year? And I think we need to go attack that. Like in the city of Chicago, I've heard like we have over 17,000 plus restaurants in Chicago and some of the big name ones like Mike Ditka's original restaurant is actually closing. And um, it's one of those things like, dude, that's a, that's not just a restaurant. Okay. That's a piece of Chicago history. So that's where I, you know, this whole thing is, it's very, it's very sad in, in the whole scheme of it. It's very sad. But like when you, when stuff like that starts happening, like, damn, okay, now we're losing things that we really, you know, like pieces yeah. of historic, historical things are coming down, you know, and of course a lot of restaurants probably may use this as kind of like they're out, you know, like, okay, we're done. Like, I don't want to be in the restaurant business anymore. They might use it that way too. There's probably a lot of stories in between that we're not really talking about. But yeah. a, lot of, a lot of places that have to close, it's like there is zero control over that because they haven't been open. And, you know, restaurants, you know, it's like you build a restaurant that seats 100 people. You built your restaurant around those hundreds of people because you need to pack in that many people to be profitable, to survive. Mm -hmm. So now when you say we come back and you can only do 30 to 40 percent, that still doesn't equate to these people. That doesn't equate to restaurants because it's like that's not helping us. That's almost hurting us because now we have to have the doors open that much longer. So you have to have the doors open. That's not covering overhead that overhead that they've had to been paying for while being closed a lot of businesses that hole they might never recover from yeah and see that's a that's a shame to me too because you know um you know as people that have that entrepreneurial tendencies that dna when they want to work for themselves that's it's like when you have those things it, it is a very close you know where your money's going all the time all the time you figured it out, you're playing the game, right? Your monies are going here, they're going here, you're saving it here, this money goes here to pay off this guy, this mm -hmm. bill. Then you close the doors for two months and you're like, uh, what? You can't just stop paying bills. Like the bills are still there, you know, like rent's still there, you know, food costs are still there, like crazy things happen. So it's very hard to connect the dots. And that's that's just, you know, a long-winded story of why I just think that that to me hurts. I don't like to see um economic collapse. I think that really hurts me a lot. Like mm -hmm. just because I do work for myself and I do see a lot of people struggling right now. A lot of people that I know are struggling, like they're not admitting it, but I know I'm not dumb. You know, like you're in the same boat as I am. Like we talk all the time and you know, things happen, but we're to turn around, brother. It's the turnaround. Yeah. Nicole and I went to go have dinner one day and I remember a business that had just opened up recently, like let's say November or December of last year. And it was um, uh, Asian ice cream shop, like the roll oh. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, they scrape it, like they make those yeah, rolls. They, yeah. They scrape it, they make the rolls really good, right? And then they've been closed. And then, mm. I, see the, and then I see the business for sale sign. And I'm like, damn, that hurts. Because that, that was a person that put in everything for their dream and boom, gone. They went, they went all in and then this happened and it's just a bad timing. Yeah. I remember, um, at the ever forward summit for mm -hmm. chase streaming, I asked him, I was like, do you as a, as a business owner, not having a physical retail space, do you think moving forward, these places are going to have an emergency plan where if this ever happens again, they'll have, money saved up for this and he was like i don't think anyone had even remotely planned that this was ever going to happen so retail businesses to, and this is just absolutely insane what i'm seeing damn yeah you can't plan for something like this and then it's never in the works if you never thought about it like now it'll be a thought going forward i'm sure but 
to see something like everything just completely shut down, you can't, you don't know what's going on with that. You know, you're already thinking in three months we have a launch on these products or we have this working with this company in the next six months. Like that's what, that's where your head's at, you know, let this be stable and you're already trying to think to the future. This is not, this is a bigger than a hiccup. You know, this wasn't just a hiccup. Mm -hmm. This was massive shutdown. And that's what I do believe is going to be like the downfall for some, but I think, you know, we as Americans have a, have a way of coming back quite a bit harder than we did when we went out. And I hope, I hopefully, you know, this is opening up a, people, a lot of people's eyes to go harder, go stronger and like mm -hmm. be content in what you do and maybe not spend money frivolously. Like we have been in the past. Um, I'm, I'm, I've done that plenty of times where I'm like, just fuck it. I don't care. Let's just go out and spend some money. And that's yeah. gone now. That thought is not even a thought in my head anymore. It's like, okay, listen, that, that, that time we went out last month, remember how much money we spent just having fun. That can't happen yeah. anymore because we don't know, you know what I'm saying? So now that's kind of changed money wise. That's kind of changed in my head. But I hope a lot of people go forward just a little bit stronger, you know, and what's going on and they come out of this better than what they went in. I hope, I mean, this is a time to learn, you know, like we always say, you can either shrink right now or you can grow. The choice is completely up to you. Um, and hopefully it's, it's the latter. Hopefully we grow, you know, I hope we all can do something during this time to, you know, if it's in, in, it's funny when we say grow because growing can be anything. It could be anything. I mean, any thought that you think you need to be doing right now, or you've tried to tackle something new this eight weeks, you're winning. You're winning the game, you know? Yeah, you're a hundred percent correct on that one, my man. Yeah. And I think that's what we really need to go to, to go farther with and just take that and run with it and be stronger. But um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so community during coffee talk we always put up question boxes if you haven't seen those the question boxes go up like 24 to 36 hours before our sunday show and whatever question you ask they will be answered the following week that's just how the the podcast has been going so we do have a couple of questions i know andrew has a couple of questions that you wrote down and i actually have a couple andrew i have a question for you yeah being, what's up, man? being super transparent what do you think of the everyday growth podcast so far where do you see it going and what do you think could be better? Um, where I see it going, I think it's going to be one of the best podcasts in the world, honestly. Like the energy that you put behind it, the you know, people that you're interviewing just keeps on getting better and better and better. Um, the format, it's just like you're killing it in regards to the people that you're bringing on board and letting them share their stories. Um, whether it's someone big or small, it's just you're killing it, my man. And the way how I see it going, 100% believe in you. So you'll take it as far as you want it to go. Um, in regards for room for growth, um, I just think it's just going to just take time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been like super, I've been asking people a lot of, to be super transparent with me as of recently about like, what do you think of the cat? It's getting to that point now where it's like, Feedback is always welcome community. If you ever have any type of feedback, throw, toss me a DM, you know, toss Andrew, uh, talk to Andrew, give him a couple questions too. Or if you guys want to chit chat, you can follow him on Instagram as well. But I'm always asking people like, be super transparent, man. Like, what do you want to hear? What don't you like? What's this? What's that? So the feedback is it's, it's here and there. Um, I think it's one of those things, right? I believe the product of the everyday growth podcast, I, I think there's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's a yay or a nay. I don't have, I don't think I have a middle ground with my podcast and I think that's kind of how I want it. I don't think there's going to be someone that's like one foot in one foot out. I think everyone's going to be all in or they're not going to listen to it at all. I know going forward, a lot of people are like, well, shouldn't you have a podcast that touches everybody? I'm like, I think my podcast could help everybody. 
but I don't, I think there's, I don't have a gray area where someone's going to be like, I kind of like it and I kind of don't. I think if you just don't like super impactful, informative in your face, no PG talk, like this is, Mm -hmm. this is it, you know, like this is it. And I think that to me, I just, to me that works like that resonates with selfishly that works good with me, but I just want to try to bring the best I can bring to everything on the, on the table, you know, like I just don't want to, I don't want to PC myself or, or any of my guests, you know? So I appreciate your kind words, man. Yeah. Just being honest. Like I don't, I don't BS bro. If I see someone that's doing something incredible, I'll support it hundred percent. So yeah. Speaking of incredible man, content inspire. How's it going, bro? Have you been working on that or which is let's explain what that is really quick to the community. So Content Inspire is an IG page that I've been working on um, that shares um, photographers, videographers, content creators, and just sharing their work, um, where they're located, what's their specialty, whether it's um, photography or videography for brands, um, marketing, you name it. Just like what they specialize in, I just want to just share them, share who they are and share their work and just hope that it gets them more exposure just because their work is that badass that, it, that right. they should be more known. So um, I have been talking to some photographers and videographers, so I'm going to start ramping that up again. Just with everything with COVID-19, I was just focused on work, work, work at the hospital and just yeah. spending more time with the cold. So once now that things are getting slowly back to normal, I'll be able to do what I need to do with Content Inspire. Sweet. And so what are you going to do with the, with the content and the videographers? What are you kind of looking for? Just bring more impactful value to it or just bring more impactful. Um, I know off the podcast, we were talking about it, texting back and forth, but my videographer, um, Bobby Hernandez in Atlanta, who does most of my stuff for my personal page, I want to get with him and create a video of just me talking, stating that this is the content creator of the day, just make it in a more professional um, atmosphere for a video for, to announce who is that person that I'm announcing on the page, featuring, et cetera, et cetera. So it's even at a more professional level. That's awesome, man. I definitely think you should go down that route because I, I too see Content Inspire being a, a really wonderful page to bring value to the people that are behind the scenes, you know, and I think we forget about who's actually behind the scenes and we focus so much on the person that's in the picture. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that person in that picture wouldn't look as good if you didn't have the person behind the scenes. And I think that's like the great, the great thing that you're bringing to the table um, with Content Inspire page. So your community, go on over there. It is just Content Inspire, right? Is there any space yeah. scenery? Okay. Yeah, no, it's just con- Content Inspire. Content Inspire. You guys go give that a follow. Uh, you have about 20 so posts on there and it's growing every single day. I know I'm always trying to shove you some of my favorite photographers too on Instagram to check them out too. So if you guys, if you are a photographer or a videographer or just love the content game and you hit up Andrew um, at Andrew Calvino Fitness on Instagram and then you can go to Content Inspired as well. Shoot him kind of like resume pics that you would like to use and he'll get a, get a hold of you and you guys can talk it out. Put you on the page, you know, bring you some value. Thanks, my dude. Oh, man, for sure. Dude. I love that shit, man. I want to see that page grow because every single picture, like I looked at it again like last night, I think it was. And I'm like, just the flow of it already. Like the pictures are so beautiful from everybody, you know? It's great. Yeah. Like, everyone's picture is so good. And then you featured um, one of my friends, Dean, 
and my yeah. picture my and my picture that you have on there he took that picture so it's like those two pictures are like right by i think we're like right yeah yeah it's okay. yeah it's yeah 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 so he took that picture you know so it's really cool to see you know the style there and like that's just it's just awesome how that page is going to work out, man. I think you're going to have a lot more people do that as well. Um, but yeah, that's a dope ass page, man. I think that's a great thing that you're doing and you're just doing it from the bottom of your heart, you know, right. You're just trying to help people out. Yeah. I just like, I know that when we were talking on um, the everyday growth podcast, the other format, all that good fun stuff. Um, and I know I looked very, very different. I was like yeah, yeah. super short hair. I was like, Oh my God. Um, you buzzed yeah, everything, so, man. You didn't, you didn't have a beard. You didn't have nothing, man. Yeah no beard no nothing i think you had to tell your people your community like hey he's gonna look very different on his instagram okay <laughs> i was like man whew, i should have gave you a heads up a yeah, you did it like two days before i remember you, you, you took that black and white photo of you're coming home from the from the hospital and i'm like who the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> my wife who absolutely loves me but just said this as a joke she's like you look like a prisoner of war. I'm like, oh my God. You can't like, say that. You can't I'm say like, that. I'm like, I'm like, you're such a savage. <laughs> I understand. I lost my beard. I lost all the hair on my head. All I have is like these huge, big eyebrows because I hadn't seen my eyebrow lately. <laughs> but then I'm just there like, damn, savage. Okay. But she was just there like, but I still love you. Yeah, of yeah. course. Giving you a hug. Giving you a hug right after. Yeah, but um, regarding Content Inspire, um, yeah, um, basically just, I was just sharing all these photographers and videographers on my personal page, and I was doing it so much. I was just there like, let me just make my own page where I'm able to share them, and, and it doesn't have to be affiliated with me, and just share them, just share their work, whatever work it is, whether it's with um, the photographer from, from Ambition Threads, um, I know that I got him and I did a feature. Um, there could be um, a videographer from France. I know I was telling you about him, like Sam J. Kelly, he did yeah. an Under Armour campaign. Um, just people that are just doing incredible, amazing things that I think their work should be more seen. I believe, I believe that too. I believe there's, it's, it is an art form. You know, they are artists in what they do and um, it's stuff's not easy, you know, like I'm really scared to get into the photography and videography world. I've never owned a camera before. I've never really messed or fucked with a camera. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to buy one here in the next couple of weeks. And, um, it's going to be a re really easy vlogging camera. But even that, like I've been talking to Dean, my guy, Dean, and I'm like, dude, you're going to have to give me a, a one, a, a once run through with my camera. He's like, of course. He's like, I already know how to use your camera. He's well above where I'm at. Like way, he's been doing this for years. You know, here he, he's got lenses and cameras and all this shit. And I'm just starting out with a fucking camera just so I can vlog myself, you know, um, which is going to be fun. And I don't have a problem talking. Obviously everyone in this community knows I don't have a problem with talking. I can bullshit a bullshit or any type of the day, you know, <laughs> but, um, even that though, it's like, fuck, where do I start? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous, you know, I'm a little nervous. Cause it's like, you're taking on a new venture. You don't, you know, zero about it. And the amount of time I'm going to have, it's a, it's a continual education forever, obviously, but mm -hmm. just the amount of time I'm going to have to like matrix download this into my head. That scares me too, because we're already headed into almost the summer and all these things. And, um, it's like, man, it's, it's like, I, I hate to use the word, like, I got to catch up, because I, I said that to Dean, too, and he was like, don't think about it that way. He's like, don't think about it. He's like, yeah, dude, no. it's, just, it's, it's just another 
that's just another niche that you're getting into to provide more content, more value to your community and your people around you. And I'm like, that's a really exactly. good way. That's a really good way of looking at it, you know, and all new ventures are scary and nervous. They should be. And if they're not nervous or scary, then you need to, you need to try a little harder and you aim a little bigger and create a bigger impact on this fucking world. You know, it, it should scare you. If your goals don't scare you, then let's sit back down, erase those and let's write some other ones down. Truly. I believe that. Nice. Hell to the yes, dude. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's talk about this really quick. Cause I don't know. I didn't, I had to look this up last night. Um, what do you think about the Zack Snyder cut being released in 2021? So I freaked the fuck out when I found out that it was finally going to be released. Cause I had always heard that there was a Snyder cut where he filmed everything that he wanted to do, but it just needed like special effects. It needed everything. Then halfway through the justice league movie unfortunately um a family tragedy happened and he, oh. took, he had to um take some time away from the film and warner brothers didn't want to budge on the release date they had so they brought in another director and so the justice league movie that was released wasn't 100 percent his vision what he wanted oh so for two whole years, fans have just been saying, like, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. So HBO Max was like, okay, we're going to give you this budget for you to finish your movie the way how you exactly wanted it this whole time. So, yeah, once I found that out, I was freaking out. Freaking the F out. How much different is it going to be? Is it just going to be like, you know how, like, when if you ever go back and watch, like, the, the newly – um and not animated the newly i don't know how to say it the right way but like when you go back and watch star wars and it's like yeah we put in added scenes you know and they fixed the old movies like the original four five and six and they put in new backgrounds it was only like a handful of different things i think it wasn't like every single scene was like completely different so i wonder what how much is going to be different than what, what we already saw so from what i've seen online i don't know how accurate this is but I think he said only one fourth of everything that I shot was in the original movie. Other what? scenes that were filmed by Josh Whedon were put in there. So that's why you could see like one oh. scene had like a Zack Snyder theme and tone to it. And then a little bit further down, you'd see like a Josh Whedon, like Avengers type of theme where all the heroes were like hanging out and making jokes. Like why is, I understand Batman, like Ben Affleck. Um, ben Affleck was an incredible Batman and in Batman versus Superman, right? Then the way how he was in Justice League cracking jokes all the time. Yeah. It's just they're like two completely different tones. Like I was just there like, eh, Josh Whedon's great as in, in Avengers, the way how he did those movies. But Justice League, nah, that was like supposed to be darker. That was supposed to be a darker tone and just like, nah. Hmm. So yeah, he so, just he just announced that and he said 2021 on HBO. It'll be on HBO. On HBO Max, it's supposed to be streamed. So supposedly right now the budget is anywhere between 20 to 30 million for special oh. effects, everything to be finished. Um, that's small budget. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, I wish I had that budget for anything. <laughs> for anything I wanted to pursue in life, I wish I had a budget of that much. Oh. Oh man, I love it. I think that should be pretty cool. I like when they do that and that 
that stinks too, because that's probably like a, that was a huge business move as well. You know, like if he, even though, you know, family tragedy, don't get me wrong. That's a, probably a horrible thing happened, but for, to make the money on that movie and what they wanted it to be, it's so hard to like pull the plug and not say we're going to roll with it. You know, like when we say the, the, the due date is the due date. That's when we want it out. That's where our money was at. That's where all, you know, the figures and all the, the money for the content being out. It's like, you have to finish it. And it's, it does stink that it kind of got lost in the mix, but fuck that does suck when something like that happens like you see that happen all the time with movies like all of a sudden it's like well and we fired the director well, and we fired the producer it's like what is going on in this movie well how can this be you know that's what everyone gets so scared about but i'm glad he was able to go back and finish it the way he wanted it and hopefully that really boosts um boosts that justice league into the future as of movies and spinoffs too because it was an okay movie i think it had i think it was lackluster at parts and i think it was kind of sporadic like it was all over the fucking place i think it was like yeah. one second we're looking for we're looking for some superhumans and then the next second they're all together and cyborgs there and you're just like how did this happen like when did what did i miss you almost like wanted to rewind it and be like <laughs> so the scenes that Zack snyder filmed and i saw it in the trailer like you see the background story of like cyborg right you see him playing football you see his mom you see the accident that made him into cyborg so all that backstory that was filmed that was left out because josh whedon or warner brothers didn't want to put it in there to make sure the runtime was two hours was an hour whatever all that backstory for cyborg or if i remember correctly um more backstory for aquaman like he was supposed to go to um, Atlantis and Justice League to show how he got his trident or whatever the case may be when he showed up and saved the day, right? So there's, and then supposedly there was supposed to be like um, a, more Green Lanterns introduced. There were supposed to be like all these things. I think instead of like Steppenwolf in the first time that attacked Earth, I think that they were going to show dark side from what oh. I remember. Yeah. So there was just like a whole lot of things that were missing in regards to like his vision. Cause he was a hundred percent in charge of the whole DC animated universe. He filmed, um, he directed man of steel. Um, he directed, um, Batman versus Superman. So he was building that whole entire universe. And, oh. and it was, he was the, he was the man in charge. So when that family tragedy happened and Warner brothers still decided to move on without him, it was kind of just there. Like you're leaving a whole universe basically without somebody in charge. And that's like you taking out um, Kevin Feige out of the Marvel universe. And that person that's like leading the way is lost. Boom, you said it. There was like one second where everybody, where they were looking for each other, for the, for the metahumans, and then, oh, next scene, they're all together. Yep, that's exactly how I felt. And I, I was like, and that movie was over, and I'm like, wow, that could have been so much better. Like, you could totally tell, like, they really wanted that to be, because that was like, that was the talk. Like, this is going to be an Avengers-esque movie. It's going to come up like that, and now this is going to be the new thing for DC. Drop the ball. You know, and I feel like they yeah. dropped it, but I think, I think it does need to be due. And I think it's going to hopefully it gets a huge response when it gets dropped on HBO, because I think it needs it to go forward into their movies. And then one movie I did like, I love how this podcast has turned into a total geek talk between you and I love it. Um, one of the movies that I did not think was bad at all was what, I, what the one I just watched. Um, it's on, it's with, uh, what the fuck? I can't remember her name. Joker's girlfriend. 
Who? Joker's girlfriend. What's her name? Oh, you mean um, the Harley Margot Quinn movie? Um, yeah, the Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn movie. Yeah, Harley Quinn, and um, I actually haven't seen that movie. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. Like I, okay. I, I enjoyed watching. I was like, I did not think that was going to be that decent at all. Like I was like going into it like I'm just going to put it on. And I'm like, next thing I know, I'm like, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. She plays. She's she's pretty good at what she does. She's like yeah. she she nails that character, man, like big time. So I think that movie did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. So I'm hoping that they go down that road a little bit more, um, okay. of like really bringing DC back onto the map because I think it needs it. It's been pretty jumbled for a minute here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, I don't know. I just love the tone of Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. Then um, Justice League was Justice League. We've already talked about it. Um, I know Wonder Woman was a great, great film for like a female superhero lead. Like Gal Gadot, like killed it. Like she, she's Wonder Woman, hands down. Yeah. Um, Aquaman did his thing. Like Jason Momoa, badass. Like he made the character super, super badass, hardcore. Like I'm, like I don't care. Like, yeah. I'll save the day, but at the same time, like, I still need to take care of myself. Um, but he was funny at times with it in his solo, in his solo film. Um, I actually haven't seen Shazam. I actually haven't. It's fun. Um, I think it's on HBO right now. I think it's on HBO, regular HBO right now. Um, okay. It's pretty good. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. Well, I'll definitely see it um, very, very soon, actually. Um, I've been more into like DC's animated films lately. Where do you find all that stuff at? Um, so in all honesty, I'll just go on like YouTube most of okay. the time. And I'll type in like Justice League animated movie or whatever the case may be. Um, and I've seen like almost all the videos for that Justice League, um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Yeah, I never heard of that until you said it. Just like, like released like... <laughs> Yeah, it, it it released like two or three days ago. I was my my jaw dropped when I saw the first trailer for it. Like, basically, it has like a nineteen animated films lead up to this movie, right? Oh shit! So this is like their end game. This is oh. the animated movies all lead up to this one film, and basically, Justice League decide to finally go attack Darkseid on his planet. And it goes bad. When I say it goes bad, it goes really bad. I saw it, this, has, this is a rated R animated film. What? Yes. And my jaw dropped when I saw the things that were happening to these heroes that I've seen in like 19 movies build up to this. My stomach was weak for about 30 minutes to an hour because I was just like it just blew my mind blew my mind if I have to go into details Hawkeye's wings were being ripped off from his back Aquaman like beams were just shooting out from him Mara like his wife head was being ripped into like dude it was sick damn and I won't say what happened to Superman but he basically got neutered, man. He basically, like, it was so bad. 
it was so bad. Like he's there. He, he basically got captured. He got beat. They're basically just kneeling to dark side, right? Batman got brainwashed to be dark side servant. Superman got in, injected with kryptonite and he got a kryptonite tattoo on his chest. So basically he has no powers and he can't burn it off because it's embedded in his DNA now. So he's regular like you and me. Wonder Woman, she got turned into um, Darkseid's like main warrior, but fitted with like cybernetics, like cyborg. Whoa. And when I saw that, my jaw dropped. And Darkseid comes back to Earth Justice League is all beat up on this planet, right? Teen Titans are left on Earth to protect it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> they got their ass handed to them. Dude, that seems – do you have to see the other movies to understand what's going on? Um, no, A little not bit? really. Okay. Not really because let's say if I missed like two of the animated films prior to it, um, I was still able to like, okay, they're starting off at this point. They say they're just going to attack dark side. Things go bad, but you're still able to follow the whole yeah. entire story without seeing anything else. So, Damn, dude. I got to check that out for sure. I love that type of stuff, man. Like there's a lot of animated Star Wars things that you can find that are like well down the rabbit hole. And like you find them and you're like, what is this? You know, like this yeah. wasn't, this isn't on the Disney channel. You know what I'm saying? This, like, isn't on the Disney channel. <laughs> this was before they sold the rights to Disney. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Someone went in and just like made beautiful. And I, I love finding that stuff, man. It like good, a good animated series really helps, man. And so it gets you out of like that whole, like just movies. And it's like animated mm -hmm. series. It's like they, also, they can go deep. Plus they can like, you know, an animated series, they can make, you know, they can make them more powerful, make, you know, they can do better flips. Everything's choreographed perfect because they're drawing it all out, right? It's all computer graphics yep. as opposed to being with like actual human actors. But I love that stuff. You find some of those gems and you're like, damn, this is bad as shit, you know? So I definitely, yeah. gotta, I definitely got to check that out, man. Um, couple questions here really quick. You had asked... Now we're going nutrition. I don't even want to go nutrition wise because I just want to go straight, uh, straight nerd response, man. What did you think of all the Henry Cavill Supermans? What did I think about him? Yeah. As Superman? Um, I think he did a good job. Honestly, I think he gave a different take from what we had seen prior from Brandon right. Routh, um, Christopher Reeves. He was just different, but he did a great job. Um, and Man of Steel, awesome. Batman versus Superman, awesome. So I liked it, and I liked um, how he had to make a hard choice, how he had to kill Zod to protect the lady and her kid. Like, no matter how much he didn't want to kill Zod right then and there, right? he had to to save that woman and child. But you see how much pain it brought him when he did that because he didn't want to kill him. Like, and the whole, um, the humanity aspect of it, like in Batman versus Superman, how he goes to, um, how he goes to Washington and, and is in, and he walks into that trial and boom, it explodes. 
and he walks out safe, fine, but you see the whole entire world still angry at him for just existing, mm. right? For just having those powers, but choosing to do the right thing, but he can't be everywhere all at once. Right, right. So seeing that, it was just like, it was just a different take on Superman. He was making it more badass, honestly. Like you could be, you could have all the powers of a God, but you can't be everywhere. So you're still going to piss someone off because you didn't save them at that moment. Yeah, I think one of like the one of the coolest scenes, and I think it was it wasn't Henry Cavill, it was uh, Brendan Ralph. I think when he shoots up to the like outside of the atmosphere, and he sits there for a second, he listens to everything, mm-hmm. and then he can zone in and then go to that one place anywhere on the Earth because he's out in, he's up in the fucking stars, you know. I think that was like a really powerful moment um, to say like what his journey is all about, like he has to constantly hear all these shortcomings and bad times that people are falling on all the time. So everyone was always like, we always say this too. Like, and I said, it'd be great to be Superman. Like his powers are great. But every time you, every time you had, you'd have to, you'd have to shut off your hearing just to go to bed, you know, or else, cause there's always something going on that you can be fixing. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's the problem, right? Like he's the closest superhero to God, you know, he is yeah. basically, you know, he is the, he, so you, people look at him like that. And I think that was a big controversy, part, controversial part in some of the movies. They said something about God and him being like one and he should be doing a better job. And it was, it was just wild how they portray him as that. So he has to carry that burden. I think it's a great superpower, but what a shitty burden to carry every single day. And then, on, and then on top of it, you know, like have to have a regular job and have a girlfriend and stuff like that. It's like, think about that, man. You constantly can be doing something. And if you don't, you get looked at in the bad light. And then if you do, you still get looked at in the bad light. So I think his, his story is pretty unique, actually, I think. Yeah, it's super unique. And you remember that one um, Daredevil movie that Ben Affleck starred in? Mm-hmm. So you remember, I think it was like him in a bathtub of like water that was like high enough just to cover his ears for him to like fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, just that's just super hearing. So Superman has that. So that's just like, you physically have to like shut it off, not to hear the world's problems to be fixing everything 24 seven. Cause you're still a person that needs sleep mm-hmm. that needs to take care of like your personal life to not lose your connection to your humanity. Lewis Lane, your friends, your family. Damn, that's yeah, yeah. It's intense, man. Yeah, that's intense. That is intense dude. So, I, so I was asked um, on last week's coffee talk with Justin Lawrence. Someone asked the question: If you had one superpower or to be a superhero, who would you be? So, I want to reiterate that question to you. Now that we're now that we're talking strictly superpowers right now and superhumans, who would be who? Who would you like to be? And then, what mm-hmm. super? What superpower? Second question: What superpower would you want to have? Even, they're even both, if you, they're yeah. both the same. They're both the same. I'm able to answer this. Like I thought about this in my head countless times already. Um, the Flash. Really? Yeah. Because he has super speed, right? But if if you just think about it as just going fast. Yeah. Yeah, you've already lost. Like you're able to go so fast, you're able to break um, through multiverses. You're able mm-hmm. to end up in a completely different universe. You're able to change, you're able to go back in time, whether in the future, you're able to go back in the past, change anything. 
like let's say some let's say you made a mistake in your past right you're able to go back and change that will it change everything yeah. else moving <laughs> forward yes fixing that one thing right but you have that power like that's insane dude yeah that Plus, is like you're going so fast with your speed if you move around in a circle, you're able to generate your own electricity through your body. You're able to generate like tornadoes with your hands. The application of it is just endless. Yes. Right. Do you watch that TV show on the WB or whatever on Netflix? I used to, I watched like the first four or five seasons and then I like stopped. I started watching like other things and all that good fun stuff. But yeah, yeah, they uh, they just dropped the newest season and I've been like binge watching it because they're super fast episodes and it's just like, it's turned into quite a good show. But everything you just said, like there's there, there was one season where like he kept trying to go back because every time he, he would change something here, this wouldn't play out the right way. So then he would change this and this and then this would play out differently. But he was trying to get the perfect match and he kept saying like, you can't do this anymore. Like it's, that's too much of a superpower. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm trying to fix someone that killed his mom and trying to figure that out and trying to do all these things. The storyline keeps going down and down and down and down. It's like, you can't, you can't physically go back. So once you change one thing, you know, we've seen so many movies like that. You change one blade of grass, something it's going to happen. There's going to be detriment in the future. And we did, we never know what that, that was. The thing is it's a lottery to know what happens in the future too. Like you don't know what can happen. You can change. You save one person here, five people here could die. Or you save one person here, then these people weren't even born. So it's a really wild power. Yeah, but the whole thing about it, and I would like, like with the speed and with the, um, with being able to fly like Superman, being able to like go to like Brazil and come back, or like go to Italy for a dish and come back within the next split second would be pretty cool. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Like I remember reading one comic book series that I don't know what happened. I guess like Superman was captured. Um, and things were like looking bad and the flash just like comes out of nowhere and he's like i brought back up and it's it and it's like a guy from another multiverse that literally is like huge huge humongous that like literally for him to like break into that universe he has to like move through another one like it's just insane so that literally just opened up my mind to like how powerful the Flash really is and how underrated he is. Because literally, he can like run around the world, come back, and like punch you in your face. Game over. Yeah. Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> and just being able to like open up multiverses too. And then they like they figured out like how to harness that power inside of a building too. It's like it's wild, man. Like they can like just go to another and come back. Like he's, he gets so good down the line before he gets older when he's in his young years, like he is now, like he's so good. He just goes, I'm going to go to earth four or I'm going to go to earth five. And he just goes zip, 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 zip back and forth. He's so good at it. Which before, when he first started to figure that out, like all new superpowers, when you figure it out, it's like you mess up. Like he like, I think ran into the past once and was like, where the hell am I? He didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. Oh. Yeah, he was like, what is, wait, what is going on right now? Where am I? It's like a totally different time. Like, he freaked have out because he, he didn't know how he got there. Have you seen the Supergirl crossover that he did? So, when Supergirl, that TV show, first came out. Oh, okay. He was running so fast that he ended up in her multiverse on accident. 
Like he did, he wasn't even trying it. So he shows up, right? He saves her life. He doesn't know that she's Supergirl. She, he just sees her falling from a building. He catches her. He's like, whoa, 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 you're on fire. Why aren't you freaking out? And she's like, oh, um, I'm cool. I'm good. And just like takes off flying. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Who is this girl? And literally they start talking, right? And all of her friends meet him. And he's like, yeah, I'm from a different earth. And they're like, what do you mean? A different earth? Oh, yeah, I, I have super speed. I'm able to travel to like different multiverses. And he like comes back with like ice cream or some shit like that. And they're just there like, whoa, all right, that's cool. That's awesome, man. So, I would love oh, that. That's bad. Oh. Yeah, that, that crossover episode was actually really good. It was on point. They always do that stuff. Like I never got into like Supergirl, like uh, Green Arrow or anything like that. But I know they all eventually like come together in one. Because I know in the show, um, in the Flash, the show on like the WB on, on Netflix or whatever, like he does a lot with like um, the Green Arrow too. Like they come together in a lot of their shows too. So it's all, I love how they intertwine all that shit together. Like that, that takes a lot to do, you know, like that's genius yeah. writing, man. You can, can you, you can connect four to five different shows together in the same like it's like the same story almost, you know, just a different chapter in the book, which is awesome. But yeah, I think I said, uh, I said, I'd love Superman, but like, but, we you're, just, but you're yeah, a Wolverine guy. I, I am dude. I am. I grew up, yeah. I grew, I grew up that way. I just, X-Men was my thing back in the day. I remember mm -hmm. watching, um, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, it was X-Men. It was X-Men actually, it was on so much. The cartoon was on so much that when I came home from school, right after school, it would start like a half hour after I got home from school and they play like an hour worth of X-Men. So I always watched that. I always watched Saturday morning cartoons. It was X-Men, but that was my jam. For some reason, I was just an X-Men guy. So I had Wolverine figures, big ones, tall ones, ones that, ones that didn't move, ones that you'd play with, ones that you don't play with. I don't have any of that shit anymore. I don't know where it's at. Um, but uh, yeah, that was my thing. Like X-Men, like that was, I was an X-Men for sure before I was ever like, I don't know why. I don't know why before I was like straight up Marvel characters or Iron Man or anything like that. Like Wolverine was my guy forever. For some reason, that was just like when I grew up, I saw him. I played with him in the video games. You remember that old, remember that old arcade game? You, you, you could play yeah. with like five people. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that game. If I had one game in the house, it'd be that game. Cause that would just be forever played, man. You just have people over all the time. Like we're beating it. Come over. We're beating it. But I always, but I always picked Wolverine. It was just my guy all the time. Wolverine was just that cool badass that right. literally would mess almost anyone up um had that love interest with almost anyone that he wanted but always wanted Jean Grey whatever it is what it is putting it out there and then <laughs> and then um Hugh Jackman just like brought that role to life yeah when it, when it went on screen like and he was unknown he was unknown no one knew he, who really Hugh Jackman was before he took on the role of Wolverine in the first X-Men then everything just exploded after that. Yeah. That's just, it's wild what he did with that role. I think, I think he destroyed that role. He killed it. I mean, like no one's ever going to do that better than him. And I'm glad it was him because you can't honestly, like you really can't picture it being anybody else. Kind of like we're kind of falling into that trap with like, like Daniel Craig with the bond. Like he's done such a good job and those movies were so, in your face with energy and how it was produced and like 
there's so many good actors in each one of those movies. Now that like this is going to be his last one, I'm like, damn it. Who, who can they possibly pick to be the next Daniel Craig? Because he's just so fucking good. I think that's the very first time they ever had a Bond be that soulless character. And they showed you like why he becomes soulless after losing his, his wife or his girlfriend and stuff like that. But I think like, you know, back in the day, don't get me wrong, like Sean Connery and all those awesome Bond movies, they're great. They're great. There's a time and a place for those. There's a time and a place for Pierce Brosnan. I get it. But, you know, Pierce Brosnan isn't giving you that stone look, you know, that like Daniel Craig gave you. You don't understand pain through Pierce Brosnan. You understand pain through Daniel Craig. Plus, it does help that those three or four movies that he is in were written perfectly for him. And I think I look at Daniel Craig and Hugh Jackman in the same light, like those characters in those movies, you can't replace that shit. Like once it's over, it's over, you know, like, and it's, it's, that's why Logan was so good. You know, well, everyone was like doggy. Logan. Logan. It was Logan. awesome. Dude. Perfect. Perfect way to send off the character. Right. And I don't know what Marvel is going to do with, with X-Men or Wolverine period. I don't think they have any plans for right. the X-Men in phase four, honestly. So it'll be like a couple of years before we see another X-Men movie. Yeah. It's like, where can they go? You know, it's like, where can you possibly go? Oh, I know that there's a new mutants movie that's supposed to be coming out, but it doesn't have any of the, our normal X-Men characters. This is more like a horror film with like whatever mutants they were able to get all that good fun stuff. But is that connected? Regular, I don't know. I don't think that it's going to be connected. I think, yeah, I think it's like it's, it's, it's something in its yeah, own it's, little universe. Yeah, yeah that's a, kind of how I was looking at it. And I was like, I think it's just going to be all by itself, like not even connected, its own entity. Because I looked at it too. I was like, oh, what are they doing? I'm like, oh, no, it has nothing to do with that. But it does look pretty creepy though. I and mean, it looks like they kind of made it into like a horish film. We'll have to see. That's, that was supposed to be out, right? That was, it's gotten pushed back like once or twice oh, already. The first okay. time that it got pushed back was, um, I think when Disney had purchased Fox, um, then they pushed it back for whatever reasons, I guess for editing or whatever the case may be, more scenes, reshoots. Then the second time was literally because of the whole COVID-19 thing. So it's only been like a couple of months pushed back. They're fine. Fox, Disney, or whatever is just there, like, just release it already. Release it out into the world. <laughs> this is the unwanted stepchild. We don't want <laughs> it in our world. But we know that you've spent money on it, so just yeah. let it go. Yeah, but, no yeah. doubt. Well, hey, man, we're coming up to the top of the hour. I don't want to take too much of your time on the Sunday afternoon. I know we got a lot of chilling to do with the girlies and stuff like that. But I just want to say thank you for coming on to Coffee Talk, my guy. And thank you for making yourself available for the podcast um, a couple episodes ago. So community, I'll have all of Andrew's stuff linked in the show notes. His, I don't even know what episode you were on, 20 something? I think you're on 20 something. Dude, I've almost done 20 episodes in the last eight weeks. Do you believe that that's shit? Crazy. That's it's crazy. Nuts. It's nuts. I, Jason Phillips was number 40. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm almost at 50, bro. Like this will be, this will be 41 and Monday tomorrow will be 42. So, crazy right almost at 50 but uh andrew where can everybody find you at really quick give your um give your tag and give anything that you're working on right now and how everyone can to find you um so my ig is andrew calvino fitness um and the instagram page that we talked about earlier content inspire 
um, that I share photographers, videographers, content creators on that page. So if you're a creator, just slide into my DMs and we'll talk about it. But um, thank you for bringing me on, my man. I absolutely love your podcast and what you're doing, honestly. Thank you, man. I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate our friendship, man. I hope when this all blows over, we can, we can grab a drink or come down and visit you guys too this summer. So we got a lot of, a lot of plans on, a lot of plans on traveling this summer. We're going to get it all done before the new year. So you can come down and create some content with each other, man. It'd be, it'd be awesome. It'd be totally awesome. That would be, that would be sick. Incredible. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Later. And that is all she wrote for Coffee Talk Community. So if you stuck around this long, I appreciate you. And like once again, guys, thank you so much for being here. Without you guys, this podcast wouldn't be possible. And without you guys, I wouldn't be a coach. And without you guys, I probably wouldn't be down this path of health and wellness and fitness nutrition. And I'd like to focus on mindset as well in there. So you guys, thank you so, so much. That was Coffee Talk. We, you can find us here every single Sunday, which for just a super relaxed conversation over a ton of coffee. Tune in tomorrow morning. You'll have motivational Mondays coming at you loud and clear first thing in the morning. It will be up at midnight. So it doesn't matter what time you guys, you know, go to work, flip it on. And listen, it's me yelling at you, giving you a swift kick in the ass to get you started on the right path for your week. And if you are listening to this today and you guys did have some coffee and you guys really did like it, please share this with a friend, um, a family member, a loved one, anyone that you think could get anything from what we talked about. If they love any type of Superman or anything like that, please give them this episode as well. It was super fun to talk about that stuff. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of nutritional information or fitness nutrition uh, mindset information in here, but that is okay, guys. That is what the podcast is all about. So we really do appreciate each and every one of you. But before you go, you guys, please, once again, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Stay tuned. There's so much cool stuff I'm going to be dropping on the YouTube channel. I actually just uh, I just bought a camera, so that's really neat, huh? And I'm going to start doing some vlogging. I'm going to start doing some workouts and just overall upping the content of the podcast, the IG page, and my, my business in general. So really taking that plunge, I want to try to bring you guys the best, the best footage, content, videos, YouTube, podcast that I possibly can. That is my goal to help each and every one of you guys out any way, shape, or form. And at the very end of that podcast, you did hear Andrew talk about his awesome IG page called Content Inspire. You guys, please, please, please go hit hit a like on that and look through all of the artists that he do that he does have on there. Myself is I, I'm surrounded by. I shouldn't even be on the damn page. Number one, I am just an IG guy and I am just a podcaster and a trainer in person. So. I am surrounded by actual artists on that page, whether you're a videographer, a photographer, it doesn't really matter. If you are any of those things, shoot Andrew a DM to get yourself on that page. It's a beautiful page and he does it from the bottom of his heart. He gets nothing back from it, but puts a ton of work into it for you because we do believe that fully that the community is everything and you guys are everything. So go check out Content Inspire, follow him, shoot him a DM if you are a photographer or an influencer of any way. He could probably... um, put you on that, that that focus forward page guys so really do that hit up Andrew with any type of ghost lifestyle questions that you do have or how you can become part of the ghost team as well and also guys once again thank you guys so much for being here and listening on this Sunday hope you have a wonderful wonderful night and remember to get everything done you need to get done tonight plan out your day for tomorrow tomorrow morning listen to the podcast first thing in the morning for motivational Monday and have a wonderful week and have a wonderful night peace out